Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another week of the Rebuttal Sport Podcast. I'm your host, Mick Brennan. And as usual, I'm joined by Shane. How are you, mate? Yeah, it's very well, Michael. Very well. How about yourself? Yeah, good, mate. Anytime you knock over Richmond, it's always it's always good. So, <laughs> Starting early, mate. I've been at it. You are starting early, mate. And rightly so. It was a dominant performance. And should we get straight into the footy? Oh, I think we should, as we usually do. So, uh, yeah, mate. So we, obviously the the caddies had a good win. It was a it was a it was a cracking game of footy. Second half, or well, first half was a good game of footy, and the second half was a good good if you're a cats fan. So, mate, um, you know Richmond have been beaten over the past you know four years where they've been the dominant team, but they haven't been beaten like that. Not that I can recall. Um, they just looked second rate in that second half, and the cats just looked unbelievable. Um, I guess it, they were building to that. Um, their form had been a bit on and off, but gee, uh, they turned it on. Yeah, no, it was, it was good to see. So, uh, mate, is there any other notable games you want to go through in the results? Uh, obviously, the Pies, they got up. We gave them a belt in last week, uh, but they took care of North. Um, yeah, look, they did. They did. It was a better performance from them. Um, so, yeah, kudos to them, North. Yeah, sort of the effort was there, but just some of the skills let them down. So, but they are definitely improving, North. Yeah, no, um, I might have a little bit of a sneaky. I've got, I've got them, I've hint, I've chipped them this week. Oh, dear. Um, yeah. yeah, look, I guess the other game is probably. Blues and the doggies, you know. I, I think I said last week that our, you know, our best is as good as anyone's. And for three quarters, I was pretty well on the mark. And I also said I tipped the doggies, and I said um, we'll give them the opportunity to score, and they'll probably get over the top of us late. And that's exactly what happened. I think they kicked day the last nine um, yep. for two and probably two and you know. The first two quarters and three quarters of the third quarter, if that makes sense, we were the dominant team. Um, should have probably been up by more, but we weren't. And then we fell away and we just have the inability to t- stop teams scoring um, when they get a run on. So it's something we need to address. Uh, it's happened enough in the last couple of years since David Teague's been at the helm. But there are some positive signs. It's not all negative. Eddie well, was back. Mate, it's not uh, all negative. Depends whether you listen to the radio or not, mate. There, oh. is, there are some people wanting to eat their young. Uh, it was yeah. there was some there was some feral Carlton supporters that up and about, and yeah, uh, and the media are a bit I like it too. I agree with it, right? And how many how many media pundits had Carlton in their eight at the start of the year? I can tell you. Yeah, how many. No. Pretty much Mark McClure would have been the only one. Oh, I did. None. Oh, media pundits, I said, mate. Not bloody um, podcast hacks like you and myself. <laughs> uh, none. That's how many none. And then when you don't, you look like you're not 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 going to make the eight. And then all of a sudden they're calling for the coach's head. It's like, hang on, mate. You didn't even think we are going to get there. So what's the, you know, what's the big deal? So look, yeah. we we're not far off. We are not far off, and a lot of people can't see that. 
but there's just some um, not so much skill errors on the weekend. It was more around just poor decisions in our in our defence. So uh, just you know, we've said it time and time again. Liam Jones, one on one, great intercept marking, fantastic. But actually forming a strong part of a zone defence where you know he has to sort of take the dangerous space or take the player in that dangerous space. He doesn't do that well. And that yep. was shown again on the weekend a number of times. But we won't focus on the Blues. Let's uh, let's, let's get into mate, this we, week, will we? Oh, we mentioned Collingwood just a minute ago. I just wanted to – last week, I brought up the fact that they need to put Darcy Moore back down the centre-half back. And uh, I wasn't the only one calling for it. Let me just say that. I'm not, not saying that I was a like, genius stroke. But uh, I wasn't the only one, wasn't the only one calling for it. But he did go down back and uh, had a had an absolute cracking game, mate. Yeah, yep. we said you play your best players in the best positions, and all Australian, you know, backman. He's gone back there, and yeah, it's probably different. So. Yeah, look at his numbers here. 28 disposals, 19 marks, 11 intercept marks, and 480 metres gained. So it's, fair, um, it's a fair match. Fair match. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. So uh, I, what are the intercept marks, though? Like, Why isn't it just a oh, mark? N- <laughs> nice one, Brian. I do like that, Brian. How can someone... How can someone who played the game at the elite level and has commentated for you know dec- a couple of decades not know what an intercept mark is? I know. Fair income. He's had a, he's had a mare, Brian Taylor. <laughs> had an absolute mare. Anyway, let's, he has. let's go. Let's get into it. Um, Friday night football, Marvel Stadium, St Kilda v Geelong. Are we doing our tips, are we? I think we should, yeah. Yeah, right. I didn't. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, mate, I've got the caddies after last week's performance. Uh, you know, we're, 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 you can't tip against us, I don't think, anyway. So I don't think you can either, and I'm really surprised that the Cats currently are at $1.38, and I'll flag it now. They're in my multi. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things I just wanted to point out about the Cats is that with Jeremy Cameron coming down, everyone was like, oh, you know, he's a Jeremy Cameron, Tom Hawkins thing going to work. I'll tell you who's been the big benefactor of that. Is has been absolutely 100% Gary Rowan. Instead of getting second best defenders, he's getting third string defenders now. And, and uh, you know, he's showing he's kicked the bag, he's kicked the bag the last couple of weeks. And, um, yeah, I hopefully he can kick another fourth this week. <laughs> so I think the thing I noticed in that match was so because you've got the, the reason he benefits so much from it is because. They're playing the zone defender on him. So the person that is looking to provide support on those that are fighting against Cameron and Hawkins. So he's yeah. he, he's going to dangerous areas and just making them up, you know, do you want to come with me or do you want to go and try and help your mate out? And then they're, they're lowering in their eyes and they're hitting him up. And um, he's been the great benefit. A couple of his marks, he was just... Um, Vlostin was just lost. He, he's like, do I go to try and help out with Hawkins? Because I think that's where the ball's going. And and it wasn't. They were squaring it up to, to Rowan. He was marking yeah. it with no one near him. He was just had so much space. And because he's so quick, if you're not within a metre or two metres of him, 
when he accelerates, you're not going to get even close. So, yeah, he just who's, got to keep doing that, finding that dangerous space, and yeah. Who's quicker, Gary Rowan or the Fox? The Fox. Josh had a car. Oh well, mate. Josh had a car is the fastest man on the planet. Like it goes without saying. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing him go down the hundred yards. So well, I think. Yeah, I think Josh had a car's got him. Um, for the the people who are going, what are they talking about? This Josh had a car for. Just Google Josh had a car, fastest man on the planet, and you'll get an idea what we're on about. Um, so we've both gone the cats. Yeah. Um, yep. Next up, Saturday, SCG, Swans, Collingwood. Uh, Swans for me. Yeah, ditto. Um, Swans were good last week against Melbourne. Um, so the report I received after the game from a long-time Swans supporter um, was that the distant skill errors kicked them and missed shots at goal. So I think they'll take care of the Collingwood. That said... I, I just want to clear... <laughs> you, you don't have to clear it up. You know who I'm talking about. There's long-time Swan supporters, right? And then there's 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 the length of this bloke who's been a Swan supporter, right? Yeah, since <laughs> no, since 1947. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, I can't even count back that far. Yeah, that's how long he's been a Swan supporter. It's it's a long time. <laughs> it is a long time. And um, he won't be. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll have to sit through this game because he'll be here this weekend. So uh, I th- this could be a good one, though. Collingwood, they seem to have some good tussles, these two, but the Swans. Yeah. Uh, so then we go uh, Hawthorne, North Melbourne. I think this one's down in Tassie, I think. Yeah, University of Tasmania Stadium. Uh, as alluded to before, I've got North, mate. I reckon they'll... They're coming good. They're coming good. No, they're, they're due. Let's just say they're due. They are due. Oh, I'll stick with them. I'll stick with them. I said last week the effort and um, Hawthorne have been playing. So, yeah, I'll go north. I'm happy. Happy with happy that? To tip, happy to tip north. Are they in your multi? Or will you have to wait and see? Oh, I haven't got a, I, I, So, my bet of the week this week, without, no spoilers, is not a multi. But we'll get to that in a minute. Right. Uh, so Gold Coast and the Bryans. Metricon Stadium. Um, mm-hmm. Got to go the Lions here. Oh. Yeah, I've got the Lions as well. Hey, have you had a look at? Have you had a look at the ladder? Yeah. Where are the lot? Uh, like, where do you reckon the Lions are sitting at the moment? Well, they're sitting fifth at the minute. No, oh, you're looking right at it, right? I yeah, didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that, and it wasn't until the week I was listening to to um, the radio, and someone said, "Oh, they're the they're the real, they are the smoky that, you know, that they're just building, building. They're sitting, they're sitting fifth. They're the same points as Geelong. Yeah. Um, only, yeah. I, I was really surprised by that. I thought they might have been sitting sixth or seventh, sort of uh, eighth, but no. So, um. I was, yeah, but yeah, Lions against the Suns. Suns have been good. Uh, dropped one on the weekend. They should have won. They're in a winning position. Can't see them beating the Lions. Next up, we've got the Tigers versus the Giants at Marvel. Uh, yeah, Tigers for me. I just yeah. think they'll just be too strong. Yeah, I've got the Tigers. I think um, they'll be stung by what occurred last Friday night. 
and I think they'll bounce back. Uh, the next game, mate, we've got uh, the Port and the Doggies. Yes, mate, over here at Adelaide Oval, and I think that's what gets Port Adelaide over the line. The Western Bulldogs got out of jail against the Blues, and if they play like that, Port Adelaide will touch them up. So I've got I've got the power. Yeah, same, and uh, hopefully they get to sing the song in the prison bars again. Uh, that'll be good. Um, just to stir everyone up again. So, what's your what's your take on that? Ah, uh, so my take is that. So I don't I don't think they should be allowed to wear it in the AFL. I, I get that the that they're you know they want to have their history of the the SANFL and and all that sort of gear, right? And you know what? You can have it, but you can't wear it during the game, right? So if you want to wear it, go play in the SANFL. Um, so, yeah, that, that's right. I, I didn't mind them wearing it after the game, having a few photos and singing the song, but you can't wear it on the ground. That's my, that's my opinion. Yeah, I'm a little bit different. I, I, don't, see, I don't see the harm in them wearing it once a year um, for the showdown. I think it, it is their heritage, so... People go, oh, but they're not the Port Adelaide Magpies, the power. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But they are joined at the hip with the Port Adelaide Magpies. That's what grew. That The, the Magpies grew into the, what the power is today. All the supporters are linked. I can't, I don't see the harm in them wearing it once a year. Um, I, I'm not going to lose as, any sleep over it if they do it, mate. Like... No, or, or as I said, you know, on Twitter, maybe... Maybe they could just start wearing it in the finals because I don't think we'll be seeing finals uh, Collingwood in that final scenario for a little while. So no one's going to mistake it for Collingwood at that time of year. <laughs> I did say that. Um, it was pretty well received, that one. Anyway, uh, next, next up, mate, Sunday, we've got Essendon Freo at Marvel. Uh, yeah, look, Essendon for me only because it's over there. If it was uh, if it was over here, I'd, I'd probably tip the tip the Dockers. But over in Melbourne, I think Essendon would be a little bit too strong. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, the next game, mate, uh, Melbourne versus your mob, the Blues, on on Sunday. Yeah, oh. I'm tipping Melbourne. Um, tip with the head, not the heart, but. Wouldn't be surprised if we if we can address some of those catastrophic mistakes we made last week. We showed for you know best part of that match we were we we are definitely up to it. So yeah, I'd like to see see us win, but yeah, you got to go with the form, and the form says Melbourne. Yeah, I think it'll be close, but I think Melbourne. So just great to see um, Harry Mackay on top of the Coleman. Um, so he's, yeah, just growing every week. And, yeah, Eddie Betts was, uh, I mentioned earlier, I think, just early doors, he was just electric. So it was definitely got us up and about. So there are some good signs there, but Melbourne. Uh, and the last game for the round, uh, West Coast versus Adelaide over here. Yeah, Eagles. Can't tip against yeah. the Eagles. Against the yeah, Eagles, yeah, Eagles for mine. And uh, while we're talking about the Eagles, I, you know, don't want to give them too much of a whack, but Willie Rioli, what's he thinking? Yeah, don't know. Well, clearly he wasn't thinking anything, was he? You know, like, yeah, after he everything's... 
yeah. we just got to uh, so I guess I ask what it, what does it mean to him and yeah like if he's you know he, he obviously had the other indiscretion and now this and you sort of go well does it really mean enough to him if if he's willing to to do that you know and yeah. and so you know I hope they support him I hope they do get around him and because I think it shows that if he doesn't have a strong support network around him that he could really drift. So I hope they do look after him, but um, yeah, it's not, it's not great. So it's not good form. No. Right. Hey mate, uh, let's, uh, let's leave that one there. And uh, mate, let's, let's talk some uh, F1 and what we tip to be one of the most boring races uh, this year actually turned out to be not too bad. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was, not a lot of overtaking, I guess, for position, um, but strategies um, that that Red Bull and, and Mercedes implemented, yeah, sort of, I guess, dictated that it was going to be an exciting finish, and that it was. Yeah, I I, I didn't get a chance to to watch it live uh, this weekend, but I did catch up on it, and uh, obviously I knew the result and everything, and but it was a it was a great call from from Mercedes to. Uh, to, to pit Lewis when they did and, and give him enough laps to, to catch him on the fresh tyres and, and it worked, obviously. And, um, yeah, they, they they caught Red Bull with their pants down, I think. So, yeah. Uh, well, was, yeah, they sort of... I mean, this is it's the old 2v1, isn't it? You know, like, so it was okay for Lewis to go behind Bottas, but if, if, if Verstappen had pitted, he would have been behind Bottas anyway. So... Yeah, it's it's really hard. They really need the Perez has just been off the pace. I think we said last week he either qualifies well and and then struggles in the race, or qualifies off the pace. I think he qualified seventh, and then sort of has to work through that. So um, he finished. I think he finished the race fifth. Uh, so yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, he needs to get up to speed, otherwise it's two v one, and in that situation, more often than not, Mercedes are going to come out on top. So, but yeah, Hamilton's yeah, Kraft was just elite. He was just pretty much, you know, the last twenty two laps or whatever it was to make up that time. He's just doing quality laps the whole time and made up the twenty odd seconds to to get the win. Uh, yeah, and uh, Dan finally looked all right in the car. So it was probably his best weekend he's had all year. Um, he obviously out-qualified Lando and, and then out-raced him as well, So uh, which was good to see. So probably the most comfortable he's looked in the car all year, I think. Yeah, so he qualified sixth, wasn't it? Or fifth? Uh, fifth? No, sixth, I think. Sixth? Yeah. Um, but the, you know, it could have been higher, so they... In Q3, inexplicably, they um, sent him out too late on his last run, and he didn't get round to the to start his lap before the um, checkered flag went out. So he only had really had one run in Q3. Yeah, so, no one, no one went quicker in that second run though. Oh, I think Leclerc did. So oh, okay. and he jumped to fourth. So right, Leclerc definitely did because. Um, yeah, he, he was the last one to jump right up. So it, it, he could have potentially got in fourth, um, which would have been amazing. But it, it's coming together. 
Uh, it I've was super the, close through the midfield. It was, it was very close through the midfield. I have had a look at some of the replays, you know, from his um, camera. He, he, just a couple of times, he's still a bit hesitant in the car, but it is coming together. It's coming together really nicely. So, um, yeah. He had a good battle with Perez. Perez got past him in the end, but uh, yeah, he held him up for an extended period. For a period. very long time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right, mate. Uh, let's uh, – so we got, uh, with that, there's uh, Monaco in two weeks' time, I think, or a week and a half from now. So, um, yeah, so another great track that's not great for overtaking. And uh, so you've got to make sure you get your quality laps all sorted there because otherwise you could be in for a long afternoon. Yeah, I think that's – and because we know you, you referenced to how close the midfield battles are, that's quality there. It's just going to be electric. It's – yeah, so pretty much no overtaking there. Yeah. So it's going to be – but it still will be very exciting. be a cracking race. Correct. So we might just look at the standings, mate. So, yeah, Hamilton on top. He's 14 in front of Verstappen now. So just starting to eke out a little bit. Bottas. Actually, I was going to talk about Bottas. There was a little bit of, um, you know, they, they said to Valtteri, don't hold up Lewis when he was chasing down Max. He didn't want to <laughs> let him pass, though. He, <laughs> he didn't. He did not. He didn't want to let him pass. And effectively, Hamilton had to overtake him like put on an overtaking move on him. He didn't just move to the side. So I think, but Valtteri needs to be, be a bit smarter than that. He's, he's now, um, what, 47. He's on 47 points and Hamilton's on 94. So he's double his points. He's, Valtteri just needs to acknowledge that he's out of the game now and he needs to just play second fiddle. And that, yeah. he may not like that, but that's the, um, that's the, that's just how it is. So that's his, re- that's that's his reality. reality at the moment. Yeah, it is his reality. So, um, Danny Rick, yeah, he's standing seventh in the standings, but he's starting to close that gap back to Lando. So only seventeen off him. So, which is great. And in the constructors, yeah, look, Mercedes on top, um, thirty. What's that? Twenty nine points in front of Red Bull, uh, McLaren, third. Ferrari closed that gap. I think they were sort of ten in front. Oh, uh, it's now back down to five. Back down to five, they're, yeah. They're well, well in front of Alpine, who <laughs> proved that it was just a um, flash in the pan at uh, Portugal. <laughs> and that was yeah, back was. to reality for them in Spain. So really third place looks a battle into McLaren and Ferrari there, which will be good. That adds a bit more of, um, I guess, a different... It's good to have different battles going on throughout the year. So, Yeah, I agree. All right, mate. I've got a, uh, I've got an overrated and an underrated this week. Oh, uh, do tell, mate. Do tell. So, I wanted to, I wanted to start with my overrated, and I'm going to go. My overrated this week is is Liz Cambridge. So, Australian basketballer. She she came out in the media during the week and had a crack at the Australian Olympic Committee for basically whitewashing their promotional photos for the Olympics. And she's copped a bit of flack for it. And and I reckon rightly so, because I don't think the AOC would have intentionally done that. So they've got high profile athletes that obviously, you know, you need to be able to recognize when you're looking at the promotional materials and all that sort of stuff. So 
Is it, and she's caught a bit of stick, mainly from Andy Bogut, who, who loves coming out and giving her a smash. <laughs> he smashes her all the time. Uh, you know, basically said, like along the basketball side, that, you know, they're probably the two, her, her on the women's side is probably the most uh, recognisable women's basketballer in, in Australia at the moment. And she's not in Australia to, to go and do the, to do the promotional photos at the moment. She's overseas. So Ben Simmons is overseas. Paddy Mills is overseas. Um, you know, there, there's a whole bunch of reasons as to why, you know, there, there, it isn't as diverse and everything as you see. And it's just, it's not as, it's pardon the pun, but it's not as black and white as the 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 AOC just going like, you know, we're just going to have white people in there, right? Um, there's There's a whole bunch of reasons behind it. The way that she goes about stuff, and she threatened threatened to to boycott the Olympics and everything because of the photos, and and by all means, like take exception to it. If she if she believes there is an issue, then she can take she can bring it up. But to threaten to boycott the Olympics when she she does this all the time, she threatens to boycott big tournaments and stuff like that, and uh, it's it's wearing a little bit thin. And what I want to say is, I don't. For me personally, I don't want her as the face of women's basketball in Australia anymore. She can she can go. She can play for Australia if she wants, but she shouldn't be the face of it anymore. And I think the chick that should be is Azzy uh, Magball uh, or Mabega, however you say her name. Um, she should be the new face of Australian basketball. She, this chick is amazing. So I remember watching her Australian under-18s and, and stuff like that. She's, she's very, very good. And uh, she's playing over in the WNBA, whole bunch of that sort of stuff. And she should be the new face of women's basketball in Australia. Thanks very much for your services, Liz. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so, Fair enough. Yeah. I just she's, she's overrated. That's where I'm going with that. And yeah. what I think has been underrated this week is how much it must suck to be an AFL player when you just need when you just want to go out with your mates to the pub and and not even not even have a quite few beers or whatever just you know go out and just be around your mates because the amount of dickheads that come up to you in public and and have a crack and and everything like that is it must be ridiculous for them like so I, I think that that is underrated how much shit they cop and 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 everything like that. Just even just being out in you know in the general public and stuff like not even at pubs, but you know it just must be must be horrendous the amount of shit they cop. And I'm surprised that a lot more of them don't end up in punch ups. Yeah, I mean, I guess sometimes I feel like they. You know, it's part of the. They they know it's part of the, I guess, being in the limelight. You know, being looked up to, being a star. I guess so. Yeah, sometimes I think that perhaps they don't handle those situations as well as what they could. But yeah, I also say it. It, it must be difficult. Um, it would wear thin. So I do acknowledge that. It would, it would wear very thin. And so, so to, to my point, right? So a couple of, I was out for dinner with the kids a couple of, probably about a month or so ago now. And uh, just up in Frio, out, out for the night. And uh, saw Michael Walters from, from Frio out and about having dinner with his family. 
um, and everything like that. And I, I saw him and I said the sofa. I said, oh, that's Michael Walters, like from Frio. And uh, she's like, oh, we should go say hello. And I'm like, no, 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 leave the guy alone. He's eating his dinner. Like, yeah. You know, I, walked, I walked past him 20 minutes later or something. He was, I think, he was going to the going to the toilet, and I was going to get pick up a pizza or something from the from the place. And and just walked past him and just, you know, he said, hey, mate, how are you going? As I walked past him, like that sort of stuff, it, it, I think is fine. But I, you know, I had to educate. So obviously, she's only 11, right? And they say to her, you can't just go up to people while they're eating dinner, no matter how famous and shit they are. Like, you can't do that. So. Like just just leave him alone. If you if you walk past him and you say hi, that's a different story. But other than that, just leave him alone. <laughs> like let him have dinner. Yeah. So, and, and I, I think that you know, obviously, hopefully, she learned from that, and and we'll do that going forward. But obviously, there's people who who haven't been told that in their lives and just think that that, that it's okay just to go and you know think that they owe them something. So that's where I wanted to go with that. The amount of shit they cop for that and. And that sort of stuff. And don't get me wrong, sometimes sometimes it's warranted, but sometimes it isn't either. So very good, mate. Like it. Should we so move on to a bit of EPL? Onto the soccer, mate. That's exactly right. And mate, I think I called it uh when January or February or something. Yes, I think you were you you got on early, mate, Man City. Uh, I've taken out the title this week, so uh, yes, I mean it was it was likely early early on when they got a bit of a lead. And um, look, I guess man, you made it a little bit interesting, but never really got close enough to challenge. And um, yeah, man, City take the title. Yeah, man, you're in the bad books at the moment, mate. They they could have they could have had a win last night, which would have prolonged it just that little bit longer, I think, and also. Would have helped out Liverpool, <laughs> so uh, so they're in they're in, they're in the shit books at the moment. So I think there's uh you know congratulations to to um to Man City, um but I think that you know Liverpool are under the pump now, mate, under the pump. So yeah, to get into the top four uh, yeah. for Champions League, yeah, I think that you know it's they're they're what. They've got a game in hand, but they're seven points down um, with only, you know, they've got, so they've got four four games to make up seven points. So, you know, obviously maximum of 12. So Chelsea yeah. from their three, yeah, I mean, they really only need to win two, um, possibly even really need to win one. Well, I think the saving grace could be that Leicester have to play Chelsea. So uh, I think that, yeah, because Leicester have played one more game. Leicester have only got two games to go. So I think they need to drop that game to Chelsea and then we need to win all of ours. And I think that might see us okay or something. or will be close anyway. So, so what, but, yeah. you think you, who do you think you're going to go in for, Leicester or Chelsea? Oh, I, think, I, think, I think we'll go in for Leicester. So I think if anyone's going to drop out now, it'll be Leicester. So, yeah. They're nine points. Yeah, they've only got two games to play, and we've got four. So, but they've only got to win one of them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So... Right. <laughs> so yeah. Right. Well, anyway, we'll see where we're at next week. Should be a lot clearer. Oh, I think it might be the week after. I think we'll see how we go. But yeah, the week after we might know. So it's going to come right down to the wire. I think. Righto. 
Mate, on the so last week we uh, we sort of mentioned that the Storm and the Roosters was going to be a cracking game, and it wasn't. Uh, well, well, it was if you're a Storm supporter. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, Josh Adokar had uh, four tries. Fastest, in the first fastest man on the planet, Michael. <laughs> I think he is the fastest man on the planet. He had four... <laughs> He, had, he scored six tries. He had four in the first half. Bang. So, yeah, ten yeah. tries to zip. Yeah, it was a it was a bit of a whitewash. Uh, so uh, yeah, so it didn't didn't go too good for me having having the uh, the roosters in me in me multi. So I didn't actually. No, I didn't. No, so, you had the that was the um, the story oh, the, the, the rabbits. Yeah. It was the eels, the roosters. Yeah, which wasn't a bad game. Eels got over the top of the roosters. Oh, so, the, the roosters? Damn it. What am I doing here? Oh, I'm not quite sure, mate, but that's okay. We'll just roll with it. Panthers, mate. Defensively, I said they'd beat the Sharks 40 zip. They beat them 48 zip. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Um, you cool. And the Titans-Tigers was a great game. Um, I think I sort of talked about that one. Tigers 28, Titans 36. So things just starting to take a bit of shape now. Um, for the Warriors hanging on an eight, but they got the eels this week. So, but yeah, oh, the Panthers still rolling on, mate, undefeated. But the eels are the surprise packet for me. Um, uh, yeah, no, I agree. They are the surprise packet. And another surprise packet for me and for Chris is the Dragons, mate. They beat the well, Bulldogs are pretty ordinary, but they beat them 32 12. And um, they're sitting in sixth spot, mate. Unbelievable. So much for Chris saying, did I tell you the Dragons is shit? Shit. <laughs> yes. So, so, yeah, well, I think we have uh, Heidi on in a couple of weeks, aren't we, to talk about the origin? Yes, that's right, mate. The origin origin is coming up. I think the first game is at the MCG on June the 9th. So we'll get um, we'll get Chris in on the 2nd of June. Yep. Um, he doesn't know about it yet, but we'll get him in and have a bit of a chat to him about Origin and he'll be all over yeah. the Maroons. Yep. Consider this your invite, Chris, when you listen. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> so he'll be here. Uh, speaking yeah, he'll be. of uh, speaking of guests, I think we're going to have the coach on next week, the Craig oh, look out. next week with us. So uh, just to, I think we've got to even it up a bit with the, we just calmed down on the Eagles a bit. So, so, um, so yeah, he's buying me lunch on Friday, just quietly. Very good. Oh, well, just because just just his team's crap. So. Yeah, like it. Very good. And uh, bit of the week, mate. I think we should we roll into that. Yes, mate. Yeah, let's do it, and then we'll get get this out the road. So last week I went no good, surprisingly enough. So at the Eels, which got up, GWS got up, Tottenham no good, and no, Liverpool and Southampton to both score. And uh, they were um, they uh, Southampton didn't score. So yeah, I had so, North yeah. in the multi last week, so that was the end of that when Collingwood beat them. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so this week, mate, have you have you got one this week? Oh, I do have one this week. I do have one this week, and so this weekend at um, at Morfordville is the Goodwood handicap. So yep. 
And I do like something in it, and that is Behemoth, written by Chompers Williams, Craig Williams. And I reckon it'll get up. So it is the top weight, but paying $4.20. So I've got that in there. Take you take that single singly if you want, but I've rolled it into a multi. I've got the Tigers to beat the Giants. Cats yep. will beat the Saints. Oh, yeah, yeah, they will. Demons will beat the Blues. Swans will beat Collingwood. With with Behemoth, 1475. 1475. Five leg multi, boom. Bang, done. That's money in the bank. Put on the power play, you actually get 1667. Jeez, look out. Well, mate, I've also gone the nags, but they're going around at Flemington on the weekend as well. Ooh. So, mate, I've got uh, a race for Flemington, number two, another dollar. So get on board with that. So Lukey Nolan's on board. So it's another moody thing. So they're still teaming up. So you can get on board with that. That's And it's uh, that'll give you $7 at the minute. And uh, it, it went it went all right uh, in its in its first start, I reckon they've just been working it up, and I think it's, I think it's third in this time, and I think that's just starting to hit its peak, and it'll be right to go. Yep. So yeah, race four, number two, another dollar. Race four, number two, another dollar. Right at. So just put another dollar on it. So. Oh mate, I will not be putting another dollar on that. Ah, oh, it's immoral, mate. Don't worry about that. So. Right, <laughs> we were trying to keep this one short. Our timings have gone out the window as per usual. Not, not um, too bad, mate. Not, we yeah. haven't done too bad. So uh, we'll leave it there anyway, and we'll uh, chat to everyone next week. Yes, mate. Take it easy, Michael. Go Blues. See you guys.